Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming today. Any any trouble making it to work today, or were you all good? Uh, I did stumble a little rolling out of bed, but here I am. I made it safe and sound. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I, I ha- always ask you, did anything good or not good happen to you this week? Mm-hmm. I have a late breaking, not good. Like, oh. I was almost about to text you, ask if we could push this back. Oh, geez. But you asked to do it at 10, so I thought there must be a reason <laughs> that he wants to do it at 10. And I knew, like, if you had, like, let's say you asked to do this at 10 so you could do, like, pickleball game at 11 or something. Right. That you wouldn't tell me that if I asked you to push it back. You would just say, okay, and yeah. I would be ruining your day without <laughs> That's true. ever knowing. hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Right? Yep. Know yep. your personnel, okay? <laughs> KYP. All right. Well, anyways, so wake up. Jill goes to work in the morning. You know, she's a real person, unlike me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she FaceTimes me like a minute after she's left the house. So I know this can't be good. Yeah. And oh. she says, look, my car was vandalized last night. Wow. And the the side mirrors were, were knocked off with a bat. A bat? I said, that's impossible. Kids today aren't interested in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but then I walked out and sure enough, uh, someone had like taken a bat or some kind of object to uh, her side mirrors they were like completely shattered and the like the back half was completely knocked off um and uh interestingly there was a there was a calling card on the car like uh in the windshield (laughs) okay where people leave like little advertisements and flyers and stuff yeah and uh i know i'm laughing (laughs) it's really not funny (laughs) It's like I'm presenting uh, my subjective trivia. Okay, I have this. Do you want to know what the uh, what the note says? I mean, uh, well, it doesn't say anything. I'll, I'll be honest. It just, I think it's just a tag. Okay, it's like uh, you've been vandalized by the bat wielding brigade or <laughs> by something. The you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it just says this. It says sneak twenty one. Sneak 2, Sneak 21, over and over, each time less legible. Wow. Okay. I'm going to need you to put an APB, all points bulletin on Sneak, either Sneak 2 or Sneak 21. It's hard to tell. So you didn't hear anything? Uh, like the Where we live is like a little, there's like four units on this one property. Yeah. So ours is at the back, so we, we wouldn't hear it. And, and, and then the room's at the back of that. And we've got like three air purifiers going. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to hear a, a a mirror cracking like on the street. Yeah, oh, and it's weird because there's um there's construction being done on the street, so uh you can't park there between nine and five. But she comes home from work after five and leaves before nine, so she's okay. kind of one of the few cars on the street. Right. Uh, I was parked around the corner because I don't leave before nine. <laughs> And uh, if you take away one thing, take away this, you know, the, the good news, my car's fine. So that's what's oh, important. Well, that's the I main think. thing, honestly. That's the main thing. <laughs> um, anyways, so she's uh, she's not going to work today. She's at home filing police reports and talking oh, to insurance. God. And I mean, I, she wouldn't couldn't have driven it anyways. I mean, I guess she could have and just used her eyes to yeah. turn over her shoulder. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know. Is it illegal to drive without side view mirrors? Probably, right? Great question. I would say yes, but uh, but I actually don't know. 
I mean, uh, yeah. So that's that's what's happening here. A little brutal. chaos this morning. That's but I didn't nuts. want you to miss your pickleball game, JJ. <laughs> I'm not playing so pickleball. So even though crimes are happening, <laughs> I would have happily pushed it back, Matt. You know that. Okay, but you're still going to make your 11 a.m. appointment. I'm going to make my. Uh, you know, I got a friend in town. That's all. Uh, Dave, oh. Ca- Canada Dave, the guy we won uh, trivia with uh, last time. Oh, Dave K. Dave K. Yeah, he's in town. Oh, okay, excellent. Male friendships are so important, JD, especially as we get older. <laughs> well, they, Loneliness is an epidemic. Well, I don't know if you know that. Absolutely are. Absolutely. Are you going to do trivia with him? Um, I was actually thinking of finding a spot, but it's just me and him tonight. So, but we could take him on. You could take we him could on. Do it. Um, did anything good or not good happen to you this week? Uh, well, the good thing is that my friend Dave's in town, and I went to my first- Okay, we already talked about that I know, I'm I know. already bored. Go well, move it's on. it's the next thing, the thing that we did together, <laughs> an activity, uh, an activity among friends, or among male uh-huh. friends. We went to the good old baseball game. Okay, so uh, the youth the youth is interested in the, baseball. Well, we are both <laughs> no, well, men for, for over baseball. 50, so. Yeah, but for you for baseball, that's young. Remember how when we were at <laughs> NBA TV, they were like, um, they told us the average age of a viewer. Yeah, and we were like, oh, what is it like? Must be twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, no, we're like twenty nine. What was the number? It was like 54 no, or something well, It was it, like 48 or – it was something insane. I think it was like 41 for NBA TV, and they said that's by far the youngest. Like baseball Oh, yeah, was our like show 65. had the young. Our, I think it was – Our show was yeah. 39. Thir- like the average age was 39. <laughs> Jesus, people didn't even – hadn't even hit puberty <laughs> and they were watching our show. That's crazy. Right? Uh, it's all just like married men that have – two kids and we're like wow so young <laughs> well, uh, all right anyway so you're watching the good so the went to game. went to the baseball game afternoon game big mistake on uh uh in atlanta it was like 40 degrees celsius mm-hmm. um but speaking of nba tv and turner our good buddy larry was there he was working the game so i texted him and yeah. uh these these were the seats we started with. We're uh-huh. deep right field. I'm showing a picture for the for the podcast yeah. listeners. We are. It's a nice field. Truist Field is great. It's a very, very nice field. Not a bad seat in the house. At least I thought that until Larry upgraded us and put us right behind home plate. Like this was the our new oh, view. Wow. Which wow. is right on the first baseline. Right basically. on the first baseline. Right close to home plate. Now, for people that don't know, Larry is a, a camera guy when we were at uh, NBA TV, mm-hmm. but he also does camera for the Braves. I think you're seeing him there, right? Yeah, that's Larry. He's cooking. He's working. He's got so an RF So does he have camera. access to seats? Yeah. He just, he, he hooked us up with an usher. And, yeah. And uh, it was incredible. Like, he was, I don't, I don't know if he was just like, just flexing or what. Like, he, not only did he bring us down to those seats, he- he served us literally, personally served us drinks. Like, what can I get you guys? Water? Allowed <laughs> to do that? Yeah, because it's... was he taking them from the dugout? He's like, you want uh, sunflower seeds, <laughs> chewing tobacco? Well, he did. He did. He did take game played balls. Uh, like we were so close, we could see the bat boy. And every time there was a foul or a, a, a you know a chip away, uh, whatever they call it in baseball, but. Uh, Balls that have been played with, tip. Yeah. and the, the stuff that doesn't go in the crowd, he just throws it into this bin, 
and Larry just grabbed two of them and brought him brought him up to us. So he gave us two game played balls. Uh, he he was offering us food. He's like, "What do you guys want to eat?" Well, hold on. Did you hand those balls to kids that were near you? As a matter of fact, I did. This uh-huh. this young whippersnapper came up behind me and was like, "Hey, did <laughs> Mr. you, Mister?" <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, "Hey, did you just ask that guy for the balls?" And I'm like, "Oh, I I actually know him, and uh, he's a, I'm a he's famous a good television guy. I'm I'm kind of a big deal." And then you I ever just... heard of Steven Spielberg, kid? <laughs> I'm not him. Not him. Uh, six degrees. I'm sure. I'm sure Hattie or and or Perry have uh, <laughs> Hattie and Perry, Patty and Harry. <laughs> Have worked with uh, Steven Spielberg at some point, but uh, um, yeah, I just handed him the ball. He was like, "Really, oh, Mister?" Right. And I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, take it." Dave, on the other hand, not giving up his ball for well, he's nobody. A he's he is a, a he is a tourist. He is. A tourist. It's a souvenir. Uh, did you tip the usher when he moved your seats? Not the we didn't we, no not the usher because we didn't see her again. But the guy was serving us. It was complimentary booze and food and everything. Like oh hell yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, I gave him twenty bucks. Of course. So, so free booze, forty degree heat. <laughs> yeah. Southern humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what was the aftermath? The aftermath was a, a slight hangover and probably severe case of heat stroke. If I'm being honest, okay. like it was pretty bad. <laughs> like we were fucking hot. Like, but like not worried that I actually burnt myself sitting on a on the seat. You know what I mean? And there were leather mm-hmm. seats, which. I don't know, man. I don't know if that's such a great idea. Leather in the blazing sun. The good news is, by the seventh inning, we were in the shade anyways. But the bad news is, like, there was no fucking way I was leaving that game. Like, in our original seats, dying, I probably would have left in the third third inning, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. Like, like this was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the the game we went to? I, I we must have gotten free tickets or something from Turner, and it was so hot, and we were sitting right um, right in front of the overhang, so we had no shade. <laughs> yes, we were in the lower part of the stadium, and I literally just spent the entire game um, with my arms kind of behind my back, like I was in a museum, <laughs> strolling through the concourse, being like, oh, "That's a cool hat." You know, just like had a beer yeah. and just went for a stroll, <laughs> got my steps in. I, I mean, I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, it was that. I literally, it was a sellout this game, but there was it, the the stands looked completely empty, and then when you go in the concourse and just people are just taking breaks, like they just can't, they can't do it. They shouldn't have games in the afternoon here, but it's well, also what about a retractable roof? Yeah, man, I don't learned know. from Montreal <laughs> Olympic Stadium. Okay. <laughs> The, the roof stopped working, so it always had to be closed. Yeah, yeah. Concrete started falling on people. <laughs> this is what you should do. Yeah. Well, the, uh, I was going to say Sky Dome. Rogers Center, doesn't yeah. that have a retractable Yes, roof? it does. It does, yeah. Do they retract it? All the time. All the oh, time. there you go. There yeah. you go. There you I go. think it was one of the first. Climate change. Yeah, I mean, it's, re- it's ridiculous. You have to have a retractable roof. Like the Mercedes-Benz has a retractable roof of sorts. Like it's a kind of a hole in the middle of the, uh, JD. The... Most uh, Mercedes Benz have uh, <sighs> roofs that open and close. Okay. It's called the sunroof. It's yeah, not that okay. impressive. You got me. You got me. Uh, <laughs> I had something very similar happen to me that happened to Rachel that we've talked oh, about. Oh, okay. You know, about the gym. Yes. Okay. So I go to this Pilates studio. Okay. Hold your applause. <laughs> And, uh, like this is, this is the problem with this room is it's like, imagine like, um, 
don't imagine like a workout gym. Imagine like a travel agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you walk in, the, the the ceilings have that cork board mm-hmm. that you can feel like you can push up. And like a... <laughs> Bruce Willis is in there, cr- army crawling. It's like a false ceiling or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's not like... And it's just one rectangle. And in the corner of the rectangle, there is a bathroom. One single bathroom for everyone in this. And it's, you know, it's mostly women... It's Pilates. It's not super surprising. Yeah, and uh, that's why you go there. Let's be honest. It's well. It's it's actually not why I go there. <laughs> I'm breaking new. Gra- I'm breaking new ground here, JD. Because uh, you know, the Pilates people have been gatekeeping. They they want you to think that Pilates is so hard. And I don't even mean like physically taxing. I just mean because have you ever seen a reformer, a Pilates okay, reformer? Yeah, no. I've done Pilates type type exercises but the actual whatever that the reformer i guess it's called i've never i'm not even i couldn't even describe it to look at you know what i mean like it, I've never... it, it, honestly it looks like something like you know how they used to have like sanitariums like where they you know <laughs> yes just put people that needed a break yeah. in the before times yes <laughs> uh well it looks like a machine that that some like quack road to wellville style dude invented right and i don't know what you do on it yeah i don't know what you stick in various places of it but it it just it looks like that but it is a machine invented to allow you to resist against a a moving sled basically and it's got arm pulls and Mm -hmm. leg pulls so i mean kind of like any cable machine at a regular style gym okay but they want you like most pilates places you can't just sign up and go you have to go to an introductory class so they can teach you how to use it. This place, you do not have to do that. And I was kind of nervous because I've never done it before. And I go in and they just say, like, come five minutes before class. And she's like, all right, this is there. Some pulleys. I'll say one yellow. I'll say one orange or one blue or two oranges, one yellow. You'll put the the springs on. Okay. And that, you know, that sets the resistance. Right. And that's it. Okay. And then otherwise, it's like she'll say something, and if I don't know like exactly what she means, I'll look to the person to my left or right and be like, oh, okay, they're – it's everything you've done on dry land, but just on the machine. <laughs> right, okay. So if you've done a saw where you're in like a plank position yes. and you roll your shoulders backwards so they're mm-hmm. behind your shoulder blades, you yeah. know? so you're yeah. like really working your core and then you're moving forward again, but instead of just doing that on the ground, you're doing it on this machine, so it's – you're pulling the carriage forwards right. and backwards right so is it easier is, no it's fucking hard as hell okay like i've been so sore i've done yeah. it three times now yeah incredibly sore yeah. because it's also working a lot of these like abductors adductors mm-hmm. hip flexors like smaller things that that are super important that we don't typically work out as well in a in a standard like gym routine right right anyways all this to say like it's great and i would really recommend it and don't feel scared they're trying to keep you out okay big pilates doesn't want you there but you go it's really it's within a a one class you will have it figured out all right anyways so i go in i go to the bathroom Uh, awful a a situation has occurred (laughs) and i know that one of those women discussed one of those women did this which is totally fine i'm very pro that you know (laughs) evacuate before you yes Get on the machine. Please. Of course. That's one of the tenets of Pilates when <laughs> Joseph Pilates uh, invented the form. Yeah. But I know I'm going to get blamed for this. Because you're so, the guy. I came up with what might be a hack. 
Okay, let's hear it. Okay, normally when I'm in a female, well, yeah, a female-dominated space, so so a female bathroom or a unisex bathroom, uh-huh. even if I'm just peeing, I will put the toilet seat down after. Okay? Same. Now, why? I don't know, because I feel like they're already think I'm a piece of shit that's going to be, like, <laughs> messing up their precious bathroom. And I just want to over overdo the... Overdo it. You know, be like, no, man, we're all... We're okay. Yeah. You're the disgusting one. <laughs> uh, which is what I write in lipstick on the mirror. Right. <laughs> and so I, I leave the toilet seat up this time so that when the next person walks in, they go, well, it can't be him. Well, wait a minute. The toilet seat's up. <laughs> So the disaster part of it was just the smell. There wasn't like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. And I was like, this isn't going away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is going to linger. Right. For at least five to six people coming in here. But I know there's only one bathroom. So there's going to be someone coming in right after me. Right. So I left the toilet seat up. I mean, look, there's not much you can do. You're going to get blamed either way. Yeah, but... If... if, So you would rather have them think that you were an inconsiderate guy who just left the toilet seat up than if you had taken a shit and just stunk up the place. A perfectly natural act, especially in a Pilates studio. It's considerate. The toilet seat was down. So they'll think the toilet seat was down because there was a woman using it before. He had to pee. Instead of just peeing with through the seat, he picked it up. He's a gentleman. Yes, you pick up the seat to pee, but then you got to put it down. I'm doing double the work. I'm doing double the work. You're doing double the work, and you might be blamed. You might. I'm only making 19 more cents an hour, but I'm doing double the work. (laughs) Something's not adding up, JD. You're making, but you're doubling the problem because somebody might, an insane person, but still, think that you took a dump, fouled the place up, and then fuck you. I'm putting the (laughs) the seat up too, so one of you bitches falls in. (laughs) <laughs> into my stink. <laughs> well, that's what they've taught me to do at my men's rights groups. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, I, what's what's the name for this? Because like, if mansplaining is when you as a man, you know, explain something to a woman that they might know, and mm-hmm. you assume that they don't know it, right? And you go on and on and on. Yes. So in that case, the man is the quote unquote aggressor. The woman is the victim of the mansplain. Yes. In this case, we're the victim. Yeah. Of the of the woman smelling. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yes. But the the person who did it didn't know you were coming in. And a, a guy I'm not saying it's their in. fault. Well, it's not that person's fault. Yeah. It's the it's the people after it's the people that are after judging. that are judging. And I bet you think she lo- saw me walk in that door and go went, now's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got a guy in here. <laughs> Wait, so she so she ducked in. Go destroy this place. (laughs) So she ducked in right before you did to stick it. Yeah, she saw me and she was like the perfect, the perfect crime. crime. Yeah, yeah, probably like uh, inside man, inside job. Yeah, the uh, (laughs) this ain't no Spike Lee movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She inside manned me. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. Um, do you want to play a quick game of would this ruin your night? Sure. Okay. Well, that wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I want to. I want to. Okay. Okay. You. <laughs> you I want to. <laughs> we just played. Uh, we just played trivia on no, no bunts and got my ass handed to me. And then I did a name that tune 
style game for the guys and it was way too obscure. <laughs> they couldn't They couldn't name your tunes? Well, it I was playing when when I was at the game, the organist who's really great at at yeah. the Braves game um does walk up music for the opponents, you know. Okay. The home team picks their own songs, but the mm-hmm. opponents you get whatever the organ player decides mm-hmm. to play for. And you. I assume it's supposed to be bad. Well, it's like goofy. Funny. It sounds goofy because it's the organ. It's like, but it's like uh, some really deep cuts. Like he played for a player named Estrada. He played um, the theme oh, the from chips from theme? Chips. Yeah, yeah. So you would have got it. But... No, I don't really know what the. I just know who Eric Estrada is. Right, but they didn't know who Eric Estrada was. And I live in California. Oh, so okay. I see the chip signs. The the most obscure uh, one was a guy named uh, Luis. Mato, and they played. He played uh, like a virgin, and we're like, "Why?" Dave and I were sitting in the stands, are having a great yeah. time, like trying to figure it out. But it's because I'm assuming that this is the reason is because it's Madonna Louise Jacone, and his name is or is Luis. So oh, he played. Well, maybe this guy is a virgin. He like, could also he's be one of these players. that's like I don't have sex because it ruins my athletic. He could literally be a virgin. It could be that, but I'm pretty sure it's Luis. Luis. So wait, they didn't recognize like a virgin? No, they did. They did, but they huh. didn't know. They didn't know Madonna's full name. And I, for some reason, I do know Madonna's full name. Okay. So I gotcha. Anyways, I gotcha. Let's play your okay. game. Okay. Let's play my game. It's much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> or or not. Um, so I, I go to this restaurant on last Friday. Okay. Hot. A hot reservation. Tough to get into. Okay. And wanting to go. They have another couple restaurants in the city I've liked, really liked those. Mm-hmm. And this one's closer to my house, so I'm like super Perfect. stoked for it, right? Yeah. And uh, we go. And okay, so the, the game is called Would This Ruin Your Night? Okay. So walk up to the host stand. The host says... So as you walk up, he's sort of walking away. He's like, I, I'll be back in a second. And I go, well, okay. You know, but he, he walks away, right? Whatever, fine. He's yeah. busy. Comes up to the host stand. The host stand is outside the restaurant. Okay. He goes, sup. Oof. Now I'm, ta- I'm like, duh. No, that wasn't the question I was expecting, right? So I go, um, oh, good. Having a great <laughs> Start talking. Oh, having a great night. Um, how about you? He's like, good. I'm like, now I'm spiraling. I'm like, what am I, what's the interaction supposed to yield here? I'm like, oh, right. I tell him my name. So I'm like, Matthew, Austin, Matthew Austin, the reservation should be under Matthew Austin. Thanks. Yeah. He looks down at his list. Doesn't say anything. He goes, follow me. Okay. Follow him three steps away to a table that's outside. Now this restaurant the the patio is just on concrete in a basically in the parking lot. So you're just looking at parked cars. Yeah. Don't love that. And I don't almost never want to sit outside. Almost never. I want to sit inside because it's a new restaurant and they put obviously a lot of effort into the lighting, mm-hmm. the bar, the ambiance, the plates, the you know, just the the cutlery they've chosen, the sure. chairs they've chosen, the what's on the walls. Like I just I I don't want to feel like I'm eating it in Outside a backyard, the yeah. I want to feel like I'm like in the place that they put so much money and thought into, right? Not on concrete in a parking lot. Hundred percent. So I say, "Is there anywhere we can sit inside?" He says, 
well, the bar. I'm like, perfect. I'd rather sit yeah. at the bar anyways. And in this restaurant, the bar is not like off to the side. The bar is like in the middle of the restaurant. Okay. Anyway, so it's perfect. But it, it, it shook me up. Now, old me would have ruined my night. But it, it really did <laughs> take me a while to be like, you are the emissary for this restaurant. You cannot just say, you can't say sup yeah. to someone. I've been to restaurants my whole life. What you say is, hello, welcome to blank. Yeah. How can I help you? Or, hello, what's the reservation under? Or, hello, do you have a reservation? Or anything <laughs> friendly. Like, what a, what a fucking insane... That's almost like restaurants are the most insane business because it's so hard to, to turn a profit. And you could be the owner, the owner chef, or whatever, and the food could be great and whatever, but like then you have won this one staff member out of the six you have that's just a dick to people. And it kind of ruins the experience of the night. It's so important. The host role is... The first person you see, and it's crazy. I, like, so would that was, have ruined your night? I mean, it wouldn't have ruined my night. I, I like, so you sat at the bar, I assume. Yeah, and and then I got over it and it was fine. But frankly, the food wasn't that good, and it was insanely expensive, <laughs> and it was good. But but at least I was, I was in, you know. Well, I guess I wasn't really enjoying it because the food wasn't good and it was very expensive. Right. But yeah. I got over the the host situation. Yeah, I mean if he had made you sit outside or whatever. I mean, would you have left? That's a great question. Probably not to be honest, but I would have wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but that would have been way worse. I wouldn't have wanted to put Jill through that. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving. <laughs> I'm sure she'd she'd feel the same way, wouldn't she? Or did she care? No, she definitely didn't want to sit outside either. No, she cares a lot. Oh, but, it and it's just like, you know, we were excited to go there. And right, right. I wouldn't have wanted to pull the pull the shoot that What quickly. was the vibe? Do you think he was having a rough night? Like, was it one of those, uh, you know, I just got my head chewed off or whatever by a manager, and now I'm back at the my station, and I'm like, all right, what do you want? That kind of thing? Or I, I didn't say, I honestly sense he was a cool guy. Oh, well, fuck him then. <laughs> he's yeah. not that cool if he's still saying, sup. That's not, people still say that? I don't know. I mean, you're right. I guess the only appropriate response was me going, what's up? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then everyone in the restaurant turns around. They're like, what's up? <laughs> and it turns out the whole thing is an ad for Budweiser. Yeah, there you go. Budweiser. <laughs> the official drink of parking lot patios everywhere. <laughs> Uh, okay, so from, from Would This Ruin Your Night to a different game. Okay. I don't know. This one doesn't have a title, but this is a, this is a moral quandary. All right. All right. So a few weeks ago, we were at this bar that is both – this is going to sound dumb, but it is actually an amazing bar. It's a bar slash record store slash live music comedy space. Okay. Okay. So I, I love it and hate it at the same I time. I know. I know you're going to think this sounds like a hipster <laughs> annoying bullshit, but oh, I'll name it because I do. I love it. It's called Permanent Records. Okay. It's a great bar. Uh, saw a show there just this past weekend. Shout mm-hmm. out to Good Looks. Great mm-hmm. band. Check okay. them out. Yeah. Anyway, so they have like an outdoor space and an indoor space. Great. But it's, just, it's a cool dive bar. Do music trivia there sometimes. Love it. Anyways. There, we went a few weeks ago, like I said, and Jill purchased a record. Okay, Willie Nelson, Redheaded Stranger. And 
Vinyl, I assume. Vinyl, yeah. We're, you know, we're having some drinks. And then we get home later that night. And the next day she wakes up. She's like, oh, shit. I forgot the record somewhere. Mm. And so she doesn't know, did she leave it at the table when we left? Did she kind of like put it, you know, by her chair so it it didn't get schmutz from the table on it and forget it there? Did she go to the bathroom? That's what she thinks. She went to the bathroom, left it there. In the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. Why is that so weird? I'm just, I'm just You're following the, the bathroom. story. I'm following the story. Why wouldn't she okay. just leave it with you? Uh, a good question. I don't know. She's carrying it. That's not important. That's not the important part. Okay. She's not on trial here, JD. And she left that bathroom smelling amazing. I you bet. would have been excited to walk in after. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so she calls the the record play the whatever bar record shop and yeah. says, "Hey, I left. Uh, I forgot a record there. Uh, I think it's in the bathroom. Did anyone turn it in? Do you see it?" They're like, hold on a second. They come back. They're like, no. Mm. Sorry, we don't see it. Mm. She's like, hmm, okay. So she just lost, just loses that money. Now, fast forward three weeks. We're there again. We look up on the wall. We're like, interesting. <laughs> Willie Nelson, redheaded stranger. Same price, like yeah. same sticker on it. Sit. Now, uh-huh. obviously this could be another copy of it. Well, is it a vintage place? Like, is it like one of yeah, a kinds yeah, yeah. kind of thing? Well, I, I mean, I guess like so they have some original pressings, if that's what you mean. Right. Um, and I'm not sure what this was. It was like, not she was like 20 something dollars, 25 bucks, 26 bucks. And it's not like she pulled it out of a stack of Redheaded Stranger yeah, LPs, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. It was the only one on the shelf. It's not like going to a Blockbuster in 1995 <laughs> right. and there's 30 Mrs. Doubtfires <laughs> on the wall. Uh, anyways, so this is this is the moral question: Can she take the record off the wall and leave with it? You know, moral. Assuming she gets away with it, right? Then a hundred percent, yes. I did not expect this answer for you. I say, like, I say yes. I mean, the question is, would you do it? The no. the, the answer is no. I wouldn't because I don't want to get busted for shoplifting but yeah but but even just the i don't know i just wouldn't feel good about it because you don't sure, know for sure how you don't sure. know for sure yeah but how we can't be sure we no, can't we can't sure. do the forensics but she's sure you want us to dust it for fingerprints see if hers are on there <laughs> i mean you could but i mean they just took that record and put it back on the shelf i well i'll tell you this when she called and hung up the phone, she said, they don't have it. I said, they 100% just put it back into stock. Right. Yeah. Uh, or or someone stole it, but this sort of either implies... I mean, it's not like exactly an obscure record. So it is possible that either they didn't find it or someone else took it and they were like, oh, we need another Willie Nelson redheaded stranger. But it was used, right? No. No, it was in plastic. So it was in plastic. Well, that doesn't mean it's yeah. not used. But anyways, if she's sure that it's there that that's the one then i think morally but how can she be sure that's the question now as as an upstanding citizen citizen who's telling the truth she did pay for a record from that shop that she no longer has right and chances are they stole it back from her so they stole her money 
I guess in a sense that that is stealing. It 100% is stealing. If they take something that isn't theirs, put it back on the shelf to gain profit for it, they've already been paid for that record by Yeah, they're selling it twice. Right. So if she takes the record, and yes, you're right. You don't know for sure. But I don't know. Okay. Well. I'm we're angry. I'm angry on records. We're on... coming back and we're stealing our record. <laughs> don't steal the Just record. kidding. We Just would don't never. do it. No, 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 we would never. I've never, st- I've literally never, it's funny. It's like now that we're at this age and people like, I don't know. It's just the thing that comes up. People are always like, oh yeah, I used to shoplift a ton. Yeah. Like, I never went through a shoplifting phase. Never. never. There was mm-hmm. a kid in my school that got caught shoplifting. And to me, it sounded like he was going to be living on skid row within three weeks. <laughs> like they called, I don't know. They called the cops. Mm-hmm. parents had to come pick him up mm-hmm. and he was like embarrassed at school because then like they told everyone that he was should they have done that i'm not really sure anyway yeah it's i was just scared the shit out of me yeah well i was just scared would be scared of my dad who is a cop he is a cop and it's actually pretty common for police officers children to to do petty crimes like that but they say it's to get attention from their fathers. I'm like, I don't want that kind of attention from my father. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, very interesting. Much. So it's not fuck you, old man energy. It's, it's pay attention to it's me. It's love old me, man. daddy energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I got enough love from him. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> Just enough. It's like you put one of those like thermo- like paper thermometers on a wall that's in like a kindergarten class. It's like, this is how much attention you're paying, you know, or like this is how much love I'm you're giving me, Dad. If you don't pass this line, I will start stealing from Claire's. That's right. always, it's always like women or, you know, girls stealing because like they go to those stores where there's just like a shit ton of like little trinkets and earrings and whatever. And it's they're easy to throw in. Yeah, but I, I guess I really would have been stealing CDs. That was my biggest problem, right? In, yeah. in the nineties, when it was like one CD, especially in Canada, was like twenty bucks. So expensive, yeah. Eighteen, nineteen bucks. So if you want to hear a record, sometimes all you could literally do was go to one of those stations where they had the headphones on the wall, yeah, and just put them on and I mean listen to Siamese Dream. That's yeah. all you could do. Yeah, it's true. Good, good thing um, Siamese Dream, and they're all bangers on that one, because got my money's worth on that one. Oh, God. Right. That's that's the other thing. The other thing was HMV used to take returns, and then they stopped. I don't know what year, but they used to be able to buy an album and return it, hmm. which I think in America, land of being able to return things, like we just talked about your wife returning a vacuum to Costco <laughs> after seven years. Uh, in Canada, they wouldn't let you return it. So you would buy an album, like where you heard the single on the radio, mm-hmm. and then then you would just be embarrassed having it in your case logic for the rest right. of your life. I was like, I can't believe I bought Tonic's album. If you could only seize the only good track on here. And it's, that's borderline not And that's borderline that's very not good. Borderline. It's a little too crunchy in the verses, but yeah. uh, that chorus, soaring, anthemic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about, what about your Dishwalla album? Uh, I still count Blue Cars. Yeah, same. Uh, no, no, no. It's not. That wasn't great either. I can't really name... I, I bet if you put that album on, I could sing every word of the first, like, probably five tracks, but I cannot wow. think of one right now. I just have, that's just how my brain works. Some housekeeping. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash is this good? The live stream, JD, it's coming up quick. Yeah. 
It's one week from today, next Thursday, August 31st, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that is where you we send you out a secret link. You come on and we just chat. You got all their faces up on a Zoom screen. Mm-hmm. And we all just uh, hang out for a little bit, have a drink. It's like Discord, but IRL, sort of. That's right. Uh, if you want to do a free trial uh, and you do a free trial in the great or goat category, that will get you in. Mm-hmm. But it's a seven-day free trial, so you got to time it right yeah but uh i don't know you do the math on that all right we got merch is this good pod.com send me emails is this good pod at gmail.com i uh, could always use some good emails subscribe to is this good on youtube that's where you can see me showing this amazing tag that was left on my girlfriend's car after they smashed the windows and nice. well not the windows but the, uh, the side mirrors, mirrors. Yeah. and uh, leave a review on apple Podcasts. so uh, before I start some follow-up, JD, do you have anything uh, to follow up on? Yeah, I want to follow up on the uh, – we were talking with Skeets about getting pantsed. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, someone wrote in an email about how – oh, this was an unpopular opinion segment. Mm-hmm. And they said that they didn't understand why being pants, the act of someone pulling your pants or shorts down, is not called de-pantsing. Right, right. And we, uh, we had a nice chat about that. Yeah, we didn't really on. focus on that. We are just talking about getting pantsed. <laughs> in general but i remembered after we had finished recording that i've sort of been like super pantsed in my life and super this pants. goes back to working in greece uh uh-huh. we would every wednesday at the resort i worked at we would have a toga party right mm-hmm. and in the afternoon we would always every afternoon there's a volleyball game in this sort of common area and we would all wear the staff were supposed to wear togas and play in this volleyball game right mm. it was a very very boozy affair we always How we seriously o- did you take the togas like um was it considered uncool to wear underwear underneath it for instance well that's what i'm getting to it was very taboo to wear underwear under your toga uh... so right after a a game again very boozy affair here i am with uh three of my friends and you can actually see eric he's he's actually as the picture is being snapped he is reaching under my toga jt on the on the side there and malcolm right behind me Uh and they fucking ripped that toga right off of me like held me down ripped it off and tossed it like (laughs) 15 feet away and and you can't see it in the picture but like behind the camera is like probably about 60 people just just like (laughs) gathered to take in the uh the game and then this is luckily well there may be pictures of the toga coming off but this is me putting the toga back on (laughs) very disheveled my hat is askew and uh, I don't know why that didn't come up. Like, I didn't think of it. But it wasn't like somebody yanked my pants down. But they they literally just held me down and ripped off the one piece of clothing on me. And it was the And that, that was just a bed sheet? Or was that a specifically retrofitted toga? It's a, it was, no, it was a bed, basically a, a sheet. It was more of a, sort of halfway between a sheet and a towel. And there was a very specific way to tie it up, but it was—it's a square piece of fabric, right? But I mean, uh, that is part of why 
I'm going to guess like the toga party like took off. First of all, you were actually having an authentic one because you were in Greece. Yes. Right? Yeah. But yeah. then uh, when like the Greek system got interpreted into frats. Yeah. I wonder what the history of that is. Anyways, that's not for the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that they were they were doing it in America based on. Totally. Based yeah. on the motherland. And ta- you know, Tass was saying there's no Greek representation in media. <laughs> the toga. The toga party is all Greek, baby. Toga party, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I assume that one one of the benefit or the reasons that it was popularized is because a you know it's I guess titillating that you're not wearing very much clothes, but then also certainly that it would lead to people ripping your toga off. Yeah, I think so. I mean, those nights, the Wednesday nights were always the craziest nights. People were charged up, man. Like just, I don't know <laughs> if it was probably sexual energy or just like, yeah, we're partying. It's toga. But uh, holy shit, like that place went off. It put people in togas and they're going to go crazy. Young people in togas. It's crazy. You think uh, Mark Anthony ever pants Julius Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a, like a lift, more of a lift, right? Like, uh, wah, you know, <laughs> you know, like a Marilyn <laughs> like Monroe. A t- like a kilt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck, probably. Oh, those guys are... Oh, you know. You think the guy that was like, beware the Ides of March, he just meant that they were going to pull Caesar's toga off and embarrass him in front of all his, in front of the Roman Senate? That's why the Ides of March happened, because uh, Caesar pantsed Mark Antony, and uh, he was not happy about it. And then, yeah, and then they, then they got into a fight, and then they were all stabbing him. That's right. I think the historical record. Oh, right, this is, this is, this is Roman, not Greek. That's Roman. Yeah. I guess Greeks didn't wear togas. Uh, sure they did. Okay, they did? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all they had back then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have a caprice or a scort no. or something like that. No, ca- no caprice. <laughs> no caprice. Yeah. Um, okay, so you were, you were pantsed. I was, pa- I was toga I guess. Oh, wait, so what was your strategy? Did you run to, to get the toga and put that back on, or did you kind of run indoors away from the people? Had to go for the toga. Had to go Only. for it. Uh-huh. Like, there and was... did you reassemble it in front of everyone, or...? Uh, I grabbed it, put, t- took the, 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 the crumpled, you know, the, the, the unfolded, you know, crumpled remains of it, hid my junk, and then just sort of <laughs> sauntered off to that corner where you can see me trying to put it up, put it back. Uh, so, yeah. Again, if you're Good not times. subscribed to YouTube, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Fine. JD looks hot. Your other friend looked like Gavin Rosdale. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's speaking, uh, of buying, speaking of buying CDs. And by the way, I mentioned this on I think one of our shows of how we uh, shaved off uh, one of my buddy's eyebrows. Mm-hmm. That's the guy you can see him on the left. Oh my god! <laughs> You're right. He has only one eyebrow. <laughs> it's like it looks like he's quiz- quizzical. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's it's like an overexposed part of his face or something. But, uh, and yeah. you're, you're what age in this photo? I would have been so young. 20. Oh, my God. So your son is almost your age in this photo. Yeah. Yeah. Does that like blow your mind a bit, or are you just try not to think about it? Try not to think about it, but okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you try not to think about it, it's because of like um, sadness of like, God, God damn, that used to be me? Or is it more because, oh, my God, what is my son about to start doing? <laughs> Uh, li- yeah, a little li- more of the latter for sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, you turned out fine. That's just, I guess. More or less. More or less. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, spe- <laughs> speaking of togas and horniness, JD, this is a great segue to my next topic. I know I'm bricked up listening to you talk about your toga being pulled off. Uh, we talked about hot tubs with Jay Skeets, Monday show. Great show. Great show. Fun one. Um, and then it came up, hot tubs versus saunas, which is hornier? <laughs> right. And the show was not live, so I said, okay, I'm going to post a poll. So I posted a poll. Did you happen to see the results? I did not. Okay, perfect. So uh, what do you think, one, hot tub or sauna, which is hornier? I think I think hot tub one. Hot tub destroyed sauna. Really? 76%. 76% of people said hot tub. <laughs> um, but I got, well, why are you laughing? I don't know. I, I just like that it's, I like people coming across, uh, if they haven't heard the show and it's one poll, one question, what's the, what's hornier, a sauna or a hot tub, and then people voting. It's just great to me, but carry on. Well, well also I posted a picture of Skeets and Tass in a sauna underneath oh. the poll because we, we filmed the video uh, for... Uh, the Basketball Jones in Toronto a long time ago of them in a sauna. Yes. So I had a picture of, or I screen capped them in the sauna. But if you remember, Skeets also told the story about going to a uh, like an Airbnb cottage mm-hmm. with a bunch of people. Probably this would have been like 2011 or so, where we just like destroyed a hot tub. Like we're in it all night, and then in the morning woke up and looked at it, and all like felt a bit ill at the <laughs> fact that we were swimming around in it because it was just so filthy. Yeah. <laughs> I found like one picture of it, but. It was too many people in various states of undress. Like, I mean, there wasn't like any nudity, but I was just like, "Yeah, people aren't going to upset want... a yeah. bunch of people that I know if I post this picture." I mean, Skeets is in the middle, going like this, like right. he's a fucking psyched. But then I was like, "Eh, I guess probably shouldn't post this." Yeah, uh, and I didn't want to do the thing where I put little emojis over their faces and giblets and yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah. I just had to go horny sauna pick, but. Okay. Believe me, I do have a horny hot tub. Uh, All right. So anyways, I got some interesting responses. Uh, This was an interesting one. Matt, I have had sex in both a hot tub and a sauna. I am available for comment. Best, Garrett. (laughs) Garrett? (laughs) What an email. (laughs) Garrett, I shan't be responding to you. Let's have him on. What what am I going to ask him for comment? I think we should have him on. Tell me what you think. He should just say in the email, this is better. Garrett, just email me back. We it's know what's me. we know what's better. It's the sauna. Well, okay. I'm glad you said that, JD, because this is this is controversial. Okay, <laughs> Woody Loverrude on Instagram. You think that's his real name? <laughs> I don't think so. He wrote to me, "Y'all need to listen to the gay men on this one. Sauna all the way." Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna guess Woody is speaking from experience, and uh, it's very true. A thing that we've all heard, uh, and saunas are horny. You cannot tell. You know j- these cis men that listen to our podcast, JD. These heteronormative men. They're yeah. looking at every the whole world through their eyes. They're not seeing the horniness that's happening in the sauna. I, well, because it doesn't happen to them. <laughs> not very empathetic way of looking at the world. I right. don't think. But I think uh, if. I have many gay friends, and I've heard I've heard tale of the bathhouse experience. Brag. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, it's a brag. Uh, and um, there's there's definitely saunas. Saunas big thing in bathhouses, but I'm pretty sure there's there's hot tubs too, or jacuzzis or whatever. Oh well, now you're. I told you this story about being in Hungary in like 
2000? Uh, probably, but go on. <laughs> All right. I'm not 100% sure if I should tell the story, but yeah, okay, tell, I'll just tell, tell it. it. Because tell I can't. You know, it's like when you there's a voice in your head going, maybe you shouldn't tell the story, but you don't know all the points in the story till you start telling it. Yeah. So you're not really sure. But here we go. You so, you tell the story, and I, and I will tell you uh, uh, something that I left out of my toga story, and then we'll both feel vulnerable, <laughs> equally vulnerable. <laughs> so um, this is I think no sorry this was 2001. Two friends of mine. We graduated CGEP, which is like right after high school. We were going into college. We were all going to different cities. And so we are like, let's do, you know, the classic, put a backpack on our back, sew a Canadian flag on it so people <laughs> we don't think we're dirty Americans, and we'll go to Europe, and we'll, you know, do that, like, buy a Eurorail thing, right? So yeah. we go, and we end up in Hungary, and there's these, Hungary is, uh, sorry, I should say Budapest in Hungary is very known for its natural hot springs and you know there's more stuff like healing properties so they have these bathhouses that you know harness the springs and there are these beautiful old buildings like the architecture is amazing right mm-hmm. the, like, very very old uh, classical looking buildings and on every list like when you go to Budapest you gotta go I think it was the Gellert baths so this is no longer true because I was actually in Budapest maybe like four years ago and they no longer have it segregated men and women. But at the time it was like men go to these baths and women go there and they had everything like doubled up, but on either side. Right. Mm-hmm. So we go in and you got to take all your clothes off and you got to walk around. I think you, you were allowed to walk around in the towel that they gave you, but okay. it was like a f- fucking washcloth, this thing. <laughs> so we're walking around basically naked. Right. And uh, my one friend, he, well, I'm not going to say his name, first name because you're going to know who it is. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> wore glasses. He was very blind without his glasses. <laughs> okay. But the, they were, the hot springs were so hot that it was like so foggy <laughs> and humid that they were fogging up his glasses. Right? Right. So he couldn't see. Yeah. And they were like sliding off his face. Okay. So we, we get in a hot tub and he takes off his glasses. He's like, because he can't see in them anyways. Right. And, uh, He's basically blind. And then my other friend and I are like, kind of like, oh, we're just going to go like kind of swim around here, look around, whatever. So we swim kind of this other end. There's like a little spring, little spouts coming out. So we're just kind of enjoying that. He's there. And then we're sort of observing as two men sit next to him. And again, he's just sitting there. His face has not changed. Right. Then one man (laughs) starts sitting on the other man, right? But they're both facing us, right? Right. It's like, imagine sitting in a chair and then someone sits on you while you're sitting on the chair. Okay. (laughs) And then we're like, we're like, that's interesting. And then this one man starts to move up and down on the other man. Okay. Yeah. I'm starting to get what's happening here. And we're like, oh, that's interesting. But now we're looking at our friend and he's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. And so then <laughs> one of the men put his arm around our friend. Oh, my God. And we just hear our friend like, turn around and be like, hello. And, like, <laughs> and then we start going like, oh, hey. Um, when we're getting out, we're going to a different part of the, you know, thing. And he's like, oh, okay. We're like, did you not? 
see that there was two men there? And he's like, two men? I only saw could see one. <laughs> wow. So he it's like I couldn't even really see one. I just saw like blurs. Oh my God. He is so like... He was just sitting next to them. Wow. Which that's, is very funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> he couldn't even sense the the movement. Like, I don't know. I don't. Maybe he didn't want to be rude. Uh, but uh, that that was very funny. That's but right. anyways, now we, I went back to the Geller Pass. There's a lot less sex happening because hmm. it's uh, <laughs> it's just everyone in there. We yeah. ruined it. Yeah. We ruined the Geller Pass. They used wow. to be cool, man. <laughs> Just like everything else. You can't smoke anywhere indoors anymore. Yeah. You can't have indiscriminate sex anywhere anymore. <laughs> it's uh, true. All right, go with, uh, to hit me with the toga story. Uh, just, uh, just, I was furious about the toga incident until 30 minutes later, I was having relations with a total stranger in the bathroom who was in that, mm. that crowd, so... So it ended up. Do you want me to okay. make sounds into the microphone? <laughs> Not really. Oh, is that the end of the story? That's the end of the story. Yeah. Oh, so she liked what she saw is what you're saying. She liked, I guess. So they were basically advertising. She get, she came and helped me with my toga. And then we, oh, were, that's and then we were in the bathroom. It was great. <laughs> and I never saw her again. <laughs> was there anyone else in the bathroom? Nope. Nope. Okay. That's great. Got good, it. good times. Good times. Now your son is that age. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, so back to, I guess, what is now a Borg email. No, this actually this is an interesting email. Okay, so just to remind you where we are, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about the horniness of hot tubs and saunas, and we just uh, basically said that hot tubs were 76%, saunas 24%, right? Okay. Yep. All right, so here's an interesting email. Hello, Matt and JD. I'm a longtime listener, first-time hater. Ooh, okay. Being Finnish, <laughs> hearing your question, hearing you question whether a sauna is a hornier place than a hot tub was, frankly, perplexing. In our culture, the sauna is the least horny room in the house. There just isn't anything sexual about the place, even though it involves nudity. It's a place to calm down, where everyone is each other's equals, where in our culture you may have the most sincere conversations, be truly vulnerable, be truly yourself. I'd probably be more likely getting busy in an outhouse than a sauna. Having been born in this cultural environment, I know, this guy's laying it on (laughs) thick. Having been born in this cultural environment, it was fun and also jarring to hear a completely different take on the sauna. It is not a good place for sex. It's really fucking hot and you get ridiculously sweaty and the benches are uncomfortable. I love the show. I've been listening since the very beginning. All the best, Samuli K. P.S. My three-room apartment has a sauna. It's very common here. Great. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that we got an email, uh, uh, from someone, uh, of Finnish descent. I have a, a friend who's Finnish and yeah, sauna, huge part of the culture and not sexy at all. I get that, but you're naked and hot and sweaty in, and, and it smells great in there too. Like I disagree that it's not a good place to have sex. Well, okay. He says, I'm on a quote from his email here. In our culture, the sauna is the least horny room in the house. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. What, what is the most horny room then? 
If you have a sauna in your house, it's the sauna. Okay, what? It, let's just say, <laughs> in a saunaless house, a saunaless house. Give me the most horny room and the least horny room. Well, I mean, I guess the most horny would be the bedroom, I suppose. You know. Oh, sounds like someone's pretty vanilla. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, no, no, no. I, I would agree. It's got. I mean, it's got to be the bedroom. If you don't vote bedroom, you're. Well, you got. Uh, hey, there's no shame. We're not shaming anybody here. I mean, it might be the garage for some people. You know, like. Okay, but just in general, I think we're agreeing it's the bedroom. Yeah. At least. I think that most people would say the bedroom because that's where okay. the most sex is happening. And least? Probably the kitchen, I want to say, just because of food preparation and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but some people, uh, some people are getting freaky with the food. Yeah, I, I that's think, true. That's I a, think it's true. The bathroom. Okay, how about like um, like the powder room or the half bathroom? <laughs> okay, like a bathroom where there's no shower. There's or just a toilet. There's just <laughs> peeing and pooping happening in there. Yeah, that's probably it. To be honest, I mean, is it the, is the living room? The garage is an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people like that sort of, you know, mechanic style. You know, especially the gay guys out there. <laughs> I mean, hit us up, gay guys. <laughs> the mechanics. <laughs> I don't know. People There's are only freaks, three man. things happening in the garage. <laughs> I'm parking my car. Yeah. I'm having sex. Or I'm or recording I'm a podcast. I'm poisoning myself with carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah. It's a real feast or famine happening in the garage. Uh, all right, let's end on this because got a great um, email. Actually, it was not an email. It was a Discord. So again, if you oh, want to okay. go to patreon.com slash is this good, you could join the Discord and you could see uh, messages like this when I don't bring them up on the show. Um, this is from Y-N-N-E-K-101. I, I edited this slightly for clarity because it was like a bunch of posts and there were people responding in between. But okay. remember last week when we were talking about Tic Tacs and how they lobbied the FDA to make the serving size of Tic Tacs only one Tic Tac so yeah. they could say it's sugar-free because the amount of sugar in one Tic Tac, 0.5 grams, is like so de minimis that the FDA considers that basically sugar-free. So they try to fool people and say, oh, there's no sugar in this just by making the serving size small. All right. So Yannick101 says, so I work for one of my best friends and I was driving to work with him one day. At this point in time, he was trying really hard to do the keto diet and was actually doing really well or so we thought. A keto diet is basically like a no carb, no sugar right. diet. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what you're trying to do is go into ketosis, which means you have no carbs in your body or very, very few. And sugar is a lot of carbs, right? Right. So on the way to work, we stopped at a gas station. He bought two 20-ounce bottles of Cherry Coke Zero and Tic Tacs. How much did he spend? $38. Wow. Why? You know how Tic Tacs come in those cardboard displays? He just grabbed the whole thing. This guy loved Tic Tacs and that they fit in with his diet. He was going through maybe six to eight little boxes a day. Jesus Christ. So one day our mutual friend borrowed my boss's truck and saw all the empty packs and was like, what the fuck? Our mutual friend did a little research and found out what Matt and JD just found out. There's actually about half a gram of sugar per Tic Tac. So he did the math and realized he actually wasn't doing keto properly because he was consuming about 250 to 300 grams of sugar per day in Tic Tacs alone. (laughs) Anyways, Uh. I thought that was very funny. And and like, 
as funny as that is, a very like actual clear example of why the FDA is supposed to be helping us make smart food choices. And by after being lobbied by these giant food corporations, they're, they're really fucking us. Well, I don't Yeah, but again. Oh, I'm, you're you're on the side of big tech. I'm with tech. I'm with tech on this one. Because they, it says right on the bat, box, serving size is like two Tic Tacs. That's how much you should be having. Yeah, but they also tell you not to drink and drive, JD. <laughs> Doesn't stop you. No, just kidding. How you, dare you, you? You're a very safe driver. Very safe driver. <laughs> well, I, I know it's the serving size, but like as we discussed with the Nutella, the serving size of that is two sp- tablespoons. Tablespoons, which I guess you said was more than enough to butter your bread. I think it is, but anyways, well, I'm, I, I'm I, a I mean, serial rules follower. I guess the, the the important point is not that it says the serving size is two. The point is that I think it's even one, but whatever it is, the whatever they set it at makes it seem like the product is sugar-free. So when you look at the back, right. you'll see the serving size, but then you'll see the sugar, and it won't list sugar because they don't have to list it if it's below 0.5 right? or whatever it is. So you think you're eating a sugar-free product, and it comports with your diet. And this guy was probably going, I found the greatest hack to, to the keto diet because I, I eat, I chug down a few of these between meals, and now I'm not hungry, right. and I'm losing weight here. But he's... I mean, I, I guess I assume yeah, he wasn't was, okay. losing weight. No, obviously he wasn't. He was eating 250 to 300 grams of sugar per day. Well, what kind I, of maniac like, eats 600 he, Tic Tacs in one day? That's a lot. This guy of is a maniac. I'm not. To- <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. But you could see he's taking pains to eat to drink Cherry Coke Zero. Okay. Yes. Uh, he doesn't want the sugar. I so get he's it. thinking Tic Tacs are like the zero of the candy world. No, there's no not. there's no free the free passes in health, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. That is the life lesson of this podcast. Wow, this was a fascinating one. Um, <laughs> listen to next week's episode. That's coming up Monday, August 28th. And our guest will be none other than the international man of mystery, Lee Whoa. Ellis. Woo! Haven't even recorded it yet, so I can't tell you what we talked about. <laughs> can't tell you how it went. Hopefully it went great. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Um, so look for that on Monday again then look for the Patreon live stream hangout on Thursday email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com subscribe everywhere leave a review on Apple Podcast this was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond we'll see you next week bye